Thank you, Christopher. Actually, Greg Berkman also riding shotgun with me because my uh, two partners are not interested in working today. I don't blame them. It's Memorial Day. You have the holiday. I prefer the comp day. All right, boss man. You are welcome to have the comp day from now on. Those two do not get them because they decided not to show. Yeah, and that's fine. I, I just would rather, like, I look at it this way. I saw the schedule. I saw we had a baseball game and a basketball game. So I figured we got Max a 90-minute show. I could do a 90-minute show even if you weren't here in my sleep by myself, okay? So with you here, I feel even more comfortable. So let's just start here. And we will be on until 6 o'clock today. We have an abbreviated show. And if you want to hop aboard, this is going to be a free-for-all today. I don't even know what we got on breaks. Like, I think we have short breaks, so we probably won't even take breaks for a while. Who the hell knows? Anyway, but Bergman, I need to know from you, because you are really the biggest sports fan I know in this town, where you live and die with every pitch, every basket, every touchdown, all your teams. Like, you are that guy. And, and you know, I'm not that guy anymore. Because this this business has beat it out of me. So I envy you in some ways, even though I make fun of you a lot. I envy you because I don't have that in me all the time anymore. I love stories. I love what's good for content. I root for me, as I've said to people before. I want what's best for this show. But what's interesting right now is that the Lakers and Clippers are both at 2-2. And there are completely different feelings for those 2-2 right now. For those two twos, pardon me. So how do you feel about the Lakers situation that feels more dire than it was even before the series started when we were wondering about injuries? Because now there's more injuries. And how do you feel about the quote-unquote, as Laura and you like to call them, the redheaded stepchildren of Los Angeles basketball in the Clippers who... You were dancing on their grave, okay? You were shoveling the dirt, and here they are basically in control of this series, and I'd be stunned if they lose. So give me what yesterday was like for you. Man, yesterday sucked. You kidding me? That was awful all the way around. I was over at a friend's house for a for Memorial Day party, and I had to be that guy yeah. right off the bat where I was sitting in front of the TV. Everyone else is having their drinks, drinking yeah. along, getting in the pool, having right. a good time. There's babies running around. There was little dogs running around. The kids yeah. were running around. I'm sitting there in front of a TV, upset and not happy because, the, because Anthony Davis goes down at the end of the second half. So, second okay, l- let's do this. So, Anthony Davis goes down, Ugh. and your immediate reaction was what? Oh no, not again. Really? Cuz you they were at least on social media. The reaction was fascinating to me. It was a lot of, "Oh, there goes AD again. He'll be fine." We'll yeah, see exactly. Ugh, again. Yeah, but you you felt like this one was worse? No, I just felt like it was like, "Oh, come on, get up, dude. Like this is I'm I'm tired of you going on the floor and pretending like you're hurt." And it actually is hurt. No, but I mean, pretending is a harsh word. Like nobody the man is I mean, the man went into the game with an knee injury. Right. I mean, yeah, this was a groin. This is a little bit different. I, maybe he wasn't pretending, maybe pretending is the wrong word, but the fact of the matter is, he's on the floor a lot and he clutches things a lot. And so he I does. the first the first time yeah. so when it happened, I'm like, "Oh, come on, dude. That's enough." I, I get it. You didn't get the foul call that you wanted. Get up, get down the floor, and let's keep going. Right. And then when you didn't start the second half, is that when you pooped your pants? <laughs> That's when I was like, oh, come on. Are you serious? Not really. Because this is the worst part about this, George, is not that he's injured. It's, That's bad. But now he's back. You're going backwards now. He just started to feel like AD again, where he's getting 34 and 10, and he was really just dominating and inside and really being himself again. Now we're going back a week when we have to start all over again. Like, okay, you got to to ease him in again. You got to worry about this again. Well, and here's the thing. Groin injuries, and, you know, anyone ha- can have them, right? Like, I've had them, and I'm not a professional basketball player. And they linger. They don't just go away. You know what I'm saying? Like in a day or two, like they linger for a while. Sometimes they linger for weeks. And I don't know if that's the case. I also don't have round the clock treatment like he probably can. But nonetheless, this isn't something that's going to get better quickly, in my opinion. So he either has to play through some pain and figure it out. Or the Lakers title hopes could potentially be going down the drain here. Now, I don't think that it is impossible for the Lakers to win this series with just LeBron. Because, by the way, LeBron has looked fantastic the last two games. But here's the challenge the Lakers have. 
And it's what I was telling you last week, and I was telling the guys last week. They can't shoot a lick. They stink right now shooting the ball. So the only way you're going to win this series without Anthony Davis is obviously LeBron has to be LeBron, but those guys around him have to shoot the ball at a better than 35, 36% clip, and they haven't really done that in a long time. No, they haven't. What's amazing is the guys that are actually hitting their shots are Wes Matthews and Marc Gasol. The guys that nobody wanted on the floor, they're too, mm-hmm. they're too, sh- they're too slow, or they can't shoot anymore. Old, it's too old, yada yada, right, right. Yeah, whatever it is, they're the guys that are hitting now. KCP can't hit a lick, but hopefully he's back and healthy. Kyle Kuzma, I have no idea what's going on with that okay, guy. Okay, so let, let's do this with Kyle Kuzma. If I recall correctly, he's hit seven shots all series to this point. It's out of control. He only seven had two shots. points in the second not, se- not seven shots. I mean, seven shots over four games is crazy. Yeah, he's not taking seven shots. He's made seven shots, which is right. out of control. I mean, he's getting to the basket at times, and he's just missing. Or like he's going. He's he looks like that old Kuz that we used to. You and I used to talk about a lot, where he would go to the basket and just get stripped over and over again. He's too yeah. loose. Yeah, it, it's not good. Like he, I'm, I'm looking at it here. Yeah, he's made, he was 0 for 2 in game 1, 1 for 4 in game 2, 2 for 12 in game 3, and 4 for 11 in game 4. Yep, 7 shots. He's hit. 7 shots. 7 out of 29 in 88 minutes. That's 24% from the field. 3 of 16 from 3. Like, what happened to this guy's confidence is my question. And I don't want to spend too much time on him because I don't think this is the big story today. But while we're, while we're here, he's going to have to start if AD doesn't go in Game 5, which Sham Sharani is basically saying is probably going to be the case. AD's probably not going to go in Game 5. You don't think it's going to be like Marquis or something like Or even that, that starting five that started at the beginning of the fourth quarter that was actually playing really no. well together no. with Gasol I, I, and Matthews? I think, and- I, I think, look, I'm not Frank Vogel, okay? But I feel like at this stage, now I kind of have a decent feeling on how Frank Vogel thinks, okay? So I believe he realizes if we're going to win a championship, I'm going to need a confident Kyle Kuzma. And the only way I can do that is to get him in a real rhythm. And the only way you can do that is starting him and giving him real starters minutes, 30 minutes a game. I mean, starter Kuz is a thing, right? That was what he was doing when he actually did start during the regular season. He would put up 25, 30 points. So, uh, look, if that's what it does, I'm all for it. But I don't know, man. He he looks lost. So, as a starter, he shot – he only started 13 games this season. He shot about 45% from the field. And to your point, about, uh, you know, 37% from three, which is good. Free throws. Why is he so bad at free throws uh, as a starter? Yeah, so look, he, he's been good. He, you know, averaging about 15 a game, 14 a game. Like, if he gives you 14 and, you know, I don't know, six, like, on 45% shooting, like, you'd take that with 37 from three. That's what you need from Kyle Kuzma to have any shot of winning game five. Because if the Lakers lose game five, if you think it's bad now, what do you think it's going to sound like when – Wednesday morning, all the talk shows, all the blogs, all the radio shows are sitting there going, "Uh uh-oh, is LeBron, who's never lost a first-round series, 14-0, is he going to lose? Because basically, AD couldn't stay healthy, and the guys around him couldn't, you know, hit water if they fell off a boat. Oh, man, that would just be not fun to listen to all day long. But LeBron is the one guy that I feel like if if anybody can take – a, a team of nobodies and put them together and win a game that they shouldn't win, it would be this game. It would be LeBron that can do well, it. Well, listen, LeBron did that the year before he got to L.A. Now, granted, yep. that was four years ago now, almost. Um, but he looks good right now. He does look great. There's no doubt. However, however, I you know, it's not the Eastern Conference, number one. He's not facing a, uh, you know, a, a young Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown Celtics team. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he's facing Chris Paul, who, by the way, while Anthony Davis is trying to figure out his health situation, Chris Paul played through it, albeit not so great at times. And in the fourth quarter, he was Chris Paul yesterday. So, like, that's the thing. Chris Paul has now nursed himself back to health. 
And that's a scary situation because Aiton's played really well. Booker has still not played as great as I thought. They've done a nice job on him. He, he's played well enough, but they're making it tough on him. I mean, look at the, what's going on in this series, though. Nobody's scoring on Phoenix either. So, I mean, if they're putting up the uh, averaging where well, somewhere Aiton around is 90, killing everybody. Well, Aiton, Aiton is killing Aiton everybody. is killing everybody. He really is. But they're still not scoring that many. It's still under no, 100 it, points it's, every it's, single game. It's been, you need, well, but this is to the Lakers' advantage. Like, you, right. need the, you need them in the mud. Like, you need to, without AD, you're going to need to win this game in the mud. Right. And you have to be able to just keep Booker to right around 20, 25 points and keep Chris Paul down. But besides that, if they can just keep it low scoring like they have been and keep their defense playing as good as it has, they can put up the points to get to around 100. They have a shot. Yes. I, I don't think that it is completely out of the realm of possibility. They have a shot. I Look, I have, I've told you this before. I will bet on LeBron James all day, every day until the wheels fall off. But he can't do this by himself. Like He can't. He can't win this series by himself. He's going to need guys to either shoot the ball well or well enough, right? I'm not asking you to, you know, have five Ray Allens out there or four Ray Allens out there right. with him. I, I'm, I'm just asking, you know, for guys to be able to hit, I don't know, barely above one every three three-point attempts. It's out of control because it's not even that they're missing shots. They're missing wide open shots, But George. But this is what I told you going back to the play-in game. That is the strategy right now because teams are like, why are we even guarding them? They're not good at that. They're not good at shooting threes. So we'll pack the paint and force them to take those shots. Look, in sports, Greg, particularly in basketball, right? But football's the same way. Everybody has strategy, right? You, you got to give up something. So if you're going to give up something, you give up the weakness, and the weakness is their shooting. So if you're Phoenix... I'm going to sit there and be like, all right, Kyle Kuzma. All right, Markeith Morris, Dennis Schroeder, who also is very hesitant for shooting threes. Go ahead. Shoot the three. We'll take our chances, and we will pack the paint on LeBron and make him have to shoot the ball over us too, which is preferable if you're Phoenix than him yamming it on you. See, this is why I want Marcus Saul to start like he did at the beginning of the season when it was all happening like this way. Because he stretches out the floor. You, it pulls Aiton away from the middle of the paint so that LeBron can do a little bit of work in there. If Andre Drummond's in there, everything gets packed like that. So, I don't know. That's I know you say that Kyle Kuzma's going to start and Andre Drummond's going to start. But going with that team in the fourth to really start it off right... It seems to make the most sense in my brain, at least. Yeah, and I need more Marcus Saul in this series. Yes. The veteran. You just got to be able to, speaking of shooting, you need to stretch the floor. And it, look, I'm not trying to rip Andre Drummond. That's not what I'm doing. And the Lakers are doing a delicate dance with Andre Drummond. Okay, they are. They are absolutely doing a delicate dance. There's no question about this because LZ has been right about this. They see him as not just a midseason, half a season buyout guy. He's young enough, 26 or whatever it is that he is. They look at him as a player that they can have on their roster moving forward. And that's a delicate dance when you are trying to win a championship. You're playing for your future and right now, and it's not an easy thing to accomplish. No, but I mean, let's be honest about Andre Drummond. He looks so happy to be playing with LeBron and on this Lakers team. He may pay the Lakers to be back next year. That's how well he's playing right now. Or happy just to be in this situation. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know. About <laughs> I mean, he's not actually going to pay him, but you know what I mean. Like he has, yeah. he's jumping around on the sidelines. Sure. He's going crazy. He's all all about like the the right. camaraderie. But if you're not getting the playing time, and Gasol's going to be on this roster next year too, then all of a sudden you have things to think about. Is all I'm saying. But this man, I I was like I was I was not stunned about the Clippers result yesterday. Because let, let's get into that on the other side a little bit. Because I was at game three. And I, it was as incredible an environment as I've been in in a long, long time for a playoff game. And maybe it's because I'm feeling a little melancholy right, or nostalgic because I haven't been at an arena full of people screaming their brains out, some without masks, um, <laughs> in a long time now. But I... I thought I was ready. To, I was ready to write the Clippers off at thirty to eleven, and 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 there are a couple of things that have happened that have changed my opinion on this. We'll get into that. We'll get into the Lakers situation. I also have um, 
a story to relay from my trip to and from Dallas that I saw on both legs of my flight that kind of grossed me out. Got to be honest with you. So we'll have all that. Open up the phones for you at 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. This portion of the show is presented by Lyman Health Plan, changing health care one person at a time. We are back in five minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Sedano, LZ, and Cap with you here. Just me today and Greg Bergman riding shotgun. It is time for What You Need to Know. Brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. Gregory, what do you have? All right, so we know that Cody Bellinger and Zach McKinstry made their debuts, or they came back from being injured yes. this past weekend, which was very nice for them to see mm-hmm. despite the losses. At least they're back and getting a little more healthy. The Dodgers are going to about to get a little bit more healthy as well. A.J. Pollock is working out with the Dodgers right now, and he'll play oh. two more rehab games and then join the team in Atlanta to come off the I.L. this coming weekend. Also, on the pitching front, Tony Gonsolin is going to start in OKC one more time um, on Thursday, five innings or 75 pitches, and his next start after that would be with the Dodgers next week, so the bullpen games should be going away starting next week. Okay, that's good to know. How did you feel about them losing three out of four to the Giants? I would imagine that couldn't help your weekend either. No, it didn't really help yesterday at all. You have the, the Lakers losing, the Dodgers losing, and the Clippers destroying the Mavs. It was not a fun Sunday, yeah, sports-wise. Yeah. And now they face the Cardinals who, you know, I mean, granted, they're not the same Cardinals that historically have, you know, been brutal for them, but... It's still not fun. The, you know, that team always plays them tough, it feels like. Yeah, there's just certain teams. Like, the Angels always play the Dodgers tough, even when they're not good. And the Giants always play the Dodgers tough, even when they're not good. Just certain teams have their numbers. Now, I, I spent a lot of time traveling, uh, obviously, as we'll get to that in a second, and just something that stuck out to me from my travels. But uh, And, of course, the Clippers game. But, like... I, how bad was it with the Giants? Because I was kind of peeking in and out on, like, my phone. I mean, it was in and out. So, like, yesterday they were down 4 or 5 nothing, and they came yeah. back to get it close. But they couldn't hit Kevin Gossman to save their lives, who's right. been really good this year anyway. Did they lose to Alex Wood, too? No, they beat Alex Wood on a bullpen right. game because it was a four-game okay. series, and then they lost right. the next three. Yeah. The bullpen the game won, and Bueller and Kershaw and Urias all lost. Mm. Brutal. Oh Oh boy! I mean, look, it's okay. You know, it's it's fine. May. It's er, it, it, well, it's the last day of May, but still yes, May. it is May. Still it May. Is, yes, it's, it, it's still May. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk in July. I mean, but they are in third place, which is not ideal. So there, there's we'll that. Figure Where it are they in July. the wild card race? Just oh, in case. I mean, I haven't paid attention to that because oh, look at you! I'm You're like I'm not even so. worrying about no wild card. <laughs> they it would be them in the Padres right now. Would it be? Is that what it is? Well, yeah, they're yep. the best teams in best uh, division yep. in baseball. It would be them and the Padres right now. Did the and Giants the Cubs are a game back, and the Cardinals, who they face tonight, are a game back. So. Ooh, it's going to be tight. Yeah. Well, hopefully that it doesn't come down to that. No, no, no. Yeah. They're going to still win by seven games. That's yeah. my prediction. All right. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. By the way, the Ultimate Fighter, the acclaimed UFC reality series, debuts Tuesday, June 1st, tomorrow at 6 p.m. Pacific. Uh, exclusively, by the way, I was going to say on ESPN Plus, but exclusively on ESPN Plus. We want to make sure that uh, we let people know that that's the only place you can find the Ultimate Fighter. Twelve episodes with one new episode dropping every Tuesday at 6 p.m. on ESPN Plus. It's the 29th season, and we will see featherweight champion Alexander Volkanovsky and number two contender Brian Ortega coach uh, men's bantamweights and middleweights for a coveted UFC contract. So go to ESPNPlus.com. ESPNplus.com right now to subscribe. So, all right. So let me, and you're listening to KSPN Los Angeles. I, I'm sure we heard the the idea earlier. But, okay, cool. Thank you, Steve. So, and Steve is on the board today. So thank you, Steve, for doing that and taking time today. So, do you want to start with the clip, my Clippers take, or do you want to start with my travel take? I'd rather hear the travel take than anything Clippers. So let's go <laughs> with the travel. <laughs> Okay, let's do the travel take first. So, 
on my way there or my way back? Let's start with my way there. Let's do this chronologically. So I get there on, on my way there, right? I'm flying to, uh, you know, I'm flying to Dallas on uh, American Airlines. And I know I have poo-pooed American Airlines in the past, but it was actually a very nice trip both ways. So I appreciate them uh, this time around. They didn't lose my luggage. I also didn't check anything in. So there's that. So nonetheless, I, uh, <laughs> I'm sitting there. And I'm looking to my left, and all of a sudden, I see a guy. And not only does he not have shoes on, and you know, whatever, people put their, you know, take their shoes off, just leave socks or whatever. He was barefoot on an airplane during a pandemic still. I know that it feels like we're not in a pandemic still, and that probably shouldn't even play a, a role in this. It's gross, pandemic or no pandemic. Who the hell goes on an airplane barefoot? All right, so let's be honest here. I only go in sandals. Does that oh, count? That's gross. Why? Dude. Why is that gross? It's so much easier to get on and off the plane. I don't have to like check, take off my shoes and untie them, and it's comfortable on the plane. My feet are clean. They don't smell oh. bad. Bro, do you go into the bathroom with sandals in, on? on? Airplane with sand- Yes, yes. I mean, yes. if if I have to, I most of the time yeah. I try not to go on the airplane bathroom. Period. Right. So, but if I have to go, then yeah, I have to go. Yeah. You don't do I it? Mean, you don't wear sandals? You got a problem with sandals? It's not barefoot. Not on an airplane. <laughs> Why? I mean, maybe in a pandemic. I haven't gone on an airplane since the pandemic, so maybe that might change my thought process. But, I mean... Bro, get yourself TSA pre-checking. You don't have to take your shoes off. How about that? <laughs> True. I don't go on planes very often, period. So, I don't never had to... I'm not going to pay for that. All I'm, never I'm saying, on a plane. All I'm saying is this, dude barefoot on the airplane your feet touching the ground is gross okay. <laughs> yeah barefoot is gross but sandals are okay right uh, but sandals eventually means you're probably going to be barefoot no i mean you just don't take off your sandals okay then that's fine then whatever <laughs> i still don't love it it's but still gross. i feel like no your feet, bare feet on an airplane floor is gross yeah and look like i know clean. that they're doing extra cleaning these days okay How so much? maybe that that plays a role in it but i ain't buying it okay i put my feet on no dirty ass airplane rug okay <laughs> Not happen. So this is on the way there. What about on the so way back? On the way back. Well, the way back was my fault. So okay. I, um, so I timed this stuff out. I mean, I travel a lot, right? So I've got this stuff timed out. I have TSA pre-check. I have Clear. Okay, shout out to Clear. Uh, which is that you two know, different I'll, things? Yeah, two separate things. I have them both. Okay. What is, what's the difference? Between- so TSA pre-check is is what you would assume it is, right? It's just right. You're, you, you know they they you're a known traveler, right? So they have an assigned number. Um, you don't have to take your shoes off. You don't have to take your jacket off. Uh, it's a, obviously a lot shorter line, right? But you got to get approved. There's a process. There's an interview. The whole deal, right? So I have that, and I also have clear through my Delta SkyMiles account, uh, which is way cheaper than it normally is. Uh, for most people, which is basically some like computerized thing where they can do like uh, fingerprints or retina scan or whatever. And there's a lot of actual sporting venues that have clear now where you can, you, you know, they do that to get you in and out of the building. That way you don't even have to have a physical ticket anymore. So I believe, I don't know if Staples is one of them, but I know that there are plenty of sports venues around the country that use clear. And obviously it started at airports. No, not every airport has them, and not every terminal has them, even if they do have them. So that's why having TSA pre-check helps. So, all right, moving forward. So in Dallas, I was like, all right, I'm 20 minutes from the airport because I'm leaving in the morning, right, on a Saturday, uh, Sunday mor- Saturday morning because it was, the game was Friday night. So I'm leaving Saturday morning, super easy, 20 minutes to the airport, no traffic, good to go. And then I feel like, all right, with TSA pre-check or clear, all I need is 15 minutes to get through security. And I also have to factor in, I got a rental car, right? So there's probably like, once I get to the rental car, it's about, you know, it's Dallas. They're an American Airlines hub. There's going to be a ton of rental car shuttles, right? You'd think so. That's where I made my mistake, okay? Because normally, it's about 10 to 15 minutes from the rental car place on the shuttle to the terminal. So I get there. Flights at nine, right? So I got this timed out. I figured I get there, you know, five or ten, five minutes tops waiting for a shuttle, 10 minutes to the terminal, 8.15. I still have 15 minutes before they even board the plane, okay? So I'm good. 
I'll be able to just go through security, breeze through security, get to my gate. I'll have even a couple of minutes to spare. Usually the case. So I go and I get to the rental car. Eight o'clock, new problem. Eight o'clock, standing there waiting for the shuttle. 8.05, standing there waiting for the shuttle. Now it's me and a lady waiting for the shuttle to Terminal A, which is the big American hub uh, terminal. 8.10, still waiting for the shuttle going, okay, this is now not fun. 8.15, still waiting for the shuttle. All the, By the way, all the other terminal shuttles have come and gone, okay? And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> this is the main airline for this airport. How is it this one terminal is not coming to pick people up there are now a there's now a crowd of people with me okay and i am like this is crazy 8 18 the shuttle shows up and i'm going holy crap all right that's fine i'll be fine so we get to the it takes 12 minutes to get me because of course mine was the second stop to the terminal okay i i'm running in right i'm like all right boom like i'm right here i go to my security checkpoint I, I, I go into the shorter line, assuming this is the TSA pre-check line. The lady goes to me, are you part of the crew? And I said, no. I, and she's like, well, then you got to go into the other line, which is long, clearly, at this point. And I'm like, you don't have TSA pre-check? She goes, I'm in A13. She goes, A21. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Oh, no. <laughs> You're, this is one of the ma- largest airports in America. And not every security checkpoint has TSA pre-check. Like, are you kidding? So I start hauling ass, right? And I finally make it over. I, and, you know, I'm running through, like, the the bottom of the airport. So, like, the, the, the luggage claim, the baggage claim is. And I finally get to where I need to go. And I say to the guy, is there a pre-check here? He's like, yeah, yeah, no problem. Just show me. And I'm like, good, all right. So there's only two people in front of me. I go through quick. I'm like, oh, man. I, but here, here's the thing. I got to still run all the way back because my gate is 813. And I'm, I'm like 820-something right now. So I have to haul ass back the other way. And as I'm running, I hear last call for Los Angeles. Oh, and I'm no. like, got to be kidding me. So I run there. I make it there. I'm the last, second to last person. The only other person that was waiting was a lady with her baby, basically. Because she was like, I'm just going to wait till everybody gets on and whatever. And I am huffing and puffing. The lady in front of me says to me, she looks back, she smiles, even through her mask. I can tell she's smiling. And she says, that was me two days ago at LAX. And I'm like, that's crazy. How do they not have TSA pre-check here? So anyway, that was my ridiculous <laughs> travel story. So when you were running down, were people staring at you going, hey, that's that George Sedano guy from the no, jump? No, absolutely not. They were actually very nice for the most part in getting out of my way, at least the people that were seeing me run. Um, the people behind me, I'm just like bobbing and weaving like I'm some sort of running back or something. Um, Spin moves I'm, the whole thing. And, I'll, you know, luckily all I have is a backpack and like my carry-on like, that has like my suit in it. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, it's like a bag that folds that holds suits and stuff and some clothing items too. But so I didn't have a lot with me, thankfully. But, man, it was crazy. Yeah. So, so anyway. You, you and me are different like this. I need to be there. At, I need like an hour to just sit oh, at the airport and, and wait. I don't care. I'm not I'm not going through what you just went through where I have to no, run. That, I'm yeah, not I doing like it. I to live on the edge a little bit. As we know, remember my whole gas uh, thing with the car a few months ago. <laughs> it's true. But, it's true. Um, Can't do it. I got to be but, there. Bro, it's rare. That is only – I mean, that's only happened to me like once or twice. Like – and that one is probably now the third time in like all the years I've been doing sign lines. Yeah, why even risk it? Is my the way. Nah, I look at man, it. it's early, bro. That's an early. You know, I'm tired. I only slept like three and a half, four hours. No, man. Yeah, sit in the chair, put your head back, fall asleep, listen to music. You're fine. I don't fall asleep very well on planes. That's the other problem. Oh, well, so there's a problem. So I slept a little bit, you know, and and I I t- and it timed out. And by the way, I actually left a few minutes earlier than I was going to leave. I was going to wake up at seven fifteen, and I woke up normally just at like six. 45. So I took my time to get out of the hotel, um, but I probably still left 10 or 15 minutes earlier than I would have normally. I would have totally missed my flight had I left if I would have gone off when my alarm was supposed to go off. <laughs> Look at you. See, it all worked out for you. Going a little so early. Anyway, speaking of alarms, the Clippers had to have some sort of alarm in their head because at 30 to 11 in the first quarter of game three, Gregory, I was ready to call it. I was like, uh oh, this is over. Like, I was texting with people who will not be named, who work in the NBA and perhaps maybe played in the NBA. And, uh, you know, there were multiple people on text. 
And we were all them? like, uh-oh, looks like clips are going to clip. And at 30 to 11, did you watch the game? I watched a little bit of it, and I was going to I was going to tweet out, oh, the, the Clippers just gave up, and I thought better of it. And I was like, ah, uh, what if they come back? Because you would have ended up on old takes exposed. Or, or whatever. whatever it happened to be. People would have ripped me apart. It wasn't going to be fun. So I was like, I'm just going to wait. Right. And I'm glad I did. But at 30 to 11, I was like, oh, boy, this is going to be really bad. By the way, that place, those first, you know, that first quarter or whatever it was, or first six minutes, Greg, I, 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 I kind of teased it earlier. It was one of the loudest buildings I've ever been in. Now, I have been in that building, okay, for NBA Finals games, which were almost equal, were probably equally as loud as, think about it, pandemic, first time there's a full house basically in that place. It was absolutely insane. My first hit on TV, I couldn't hear the broadcast. So I was telling the producer I don't know if I'm sure you can hear me on talkback, but you just need to yell go because I can't hear Dave or Richard toss it to me. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. And that's what happened. All I heard was counting down faintly. Three, two, one, go, George! (laughs) And then I just went and I said, we're here at a deafening uh, American Airlines Center the crowd is ruckus or whatever, and then I went into my spiel, but I could not. I had to cover one of my ears with my finger because I couldn't hear. It was that crazy. So if I couldn't hear, and I was right there next to the Clipper bench, okay? I was right behind the scorer's table. I, I can't even imagine what those guys must have been doing trying to communicate with each other because I, I can't hear, and I've got an earpiece in. <laughs> so imagine what those guys were trying to do, and they're, you know, in some cases, 20 feet away from each other. So it was wild to start that game. I can't wait until Staples Center and a lot of these places have this availability to them because it brought a completely different element to this game. And the Clippers looked shook, clearly, to start. And then Rondo came in with Kawhi and Paul George, and everything settled down. And by the end of the first quarter, it was a three-point game, and I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, they weathered the storm. This is going to be trouble for the Mavericks. And that game, by the time the game was over, even though it was two to one, I I did a Twitter spaces. I'd never done one of those. What is that like? It was fun because here's the deal. And um, I'm afraid to click the button. I always want to do it. I'm like, eh, I don't want to go in there. Steve, we're just going to double up here. We'll just break at 25. So – the, the Twitter spaces, I did it because of, get this, this is just part of my trip to Dallas, which was interesting. So when I had to, because I rented a car, right? I Normally, okay, I'm going to give people a little bit behind the scenes here. Normally, we have, when we're all doing a game in a non-pandemic, we have someone called a runner who picks up the entire broadcast team at their hotel and takes them to the game and brings them back from the game. But during this situation, and as Dave and Richard and a lot of these broadcast teams are doing it from home and really only the sideline reporters are there, you know, you got to drive yourself, right? So, you know, I have no problem with that. I actually like to drive myself. So I drove myself, except I knew I was in trouble when I got arrived at the arena and the lady at the parking garage says, you got to park on the sixth floor, which was the top floor. I said, leaving this arena is going to be a disaster. So that's what happened. I was stuck for almost an hour at the top of the, uh, at the, top of the garage trying to get out of the arena. And I, so I just said, all right, I got my phone on the Bluetooth in the car. Let's just do a Twitter spaces while I try, while I sit here and eventually drive 10 minutes to my hotel. So for almost for an hour, I did a Twitter spaces and it was fun. There was people on there asking me questions. We were talking about the game and the playoffs and you should do it. It was fun. Is it it like an Instagram live or like what, like what would you compare it to? It's like an IG live except there's no video. It's just voices. Oh, it's just, oh, you can actually see the people. no, no. Yeah, you can't see them. It's just like sports radio, basically. Oh, wow. And then you um, 
they 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 can request to be a speaker. You're the speaker, and if you're in control of your own space, you're in control of your own space, so you can assign who gets to speak or not, and then you can take them out. You can mute them again. So can so, you like see where? I mean, this is this is really well. It's on a, on like a screen. So right? like, There's, so it's your Twitter space. So you could click on like, or this person. Right. So going let's to say, say, let's yeah. say you're listening to my Twitter space, and I see your avatar, and it says Greg Bergman under it, and it says listener, and then you hit. There's this button you press that uh, kind of makes you like kind of raise your hand, basically. Like it has <laughs> right. like a little hand. Like we're on then, a Zoom. <laughs> and then it shows me that you want to talk. So then I will click your avatar and then allow unmute you and allow you to speak. Oh, wow. So, But but you can't force somebody to speak. They actually have to put their hand no, up. No, I again. can say if you guys want to talk, let me know. Hit the thing to let me know that you want to talk and I'll get to you. And then it cues them up for you based on who uh, requests to speak in what order. You see what I'm saying? Oh, that's pretty cool. All right. Yeah. All right. I'll give yeah. it a shot. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. check it out. I, I want to do more of them because it's easy because it's just audio, you know. But anyway, so – after that game, I did a Twitter Spaces, and I call, I said, this series is over. Like, I know people are going to think I'm crazy. Some of you are think I'm nuts. But the Clippers are going to come back and win this series. Also, I saw Luka was dealing with that neck thing late in the game. And I'm like, this series is over. Dallas shot above their, their weight early in the series, and the Clippers have gone small. They've made adjustments. Ty Lue has figured this thing out. And Kawhi and Paul George had been playing well offensively, but they figured it out defensively now, and this series is over. The Clippers are going to win this thing in six, Greg. Yeah, no, I know they are. But what's going on with Luka and his free throw shooting? Why is that becoming such a huge problem for him? He's getting to the line. That takes yeah, away so much of his game. If he's going to get to the basket and he's going to get fouled, you need to hit those shots. Otherwise, yeah, they got like nothing. he's shooting 50%. It's really weird. Yeah, he's shooting better from three. He's shooting better from the field than he is from the, from the free throw line. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Like, and then, I really, really don't understand what the hell is happening there with Luca. But and then Porzingis has turned that. Yeah, and then Porzingis has turned into a completely a role player. Oh, he's a disaster. He's, he's not even disaster. he's he was supposed to be a unicorn, like the greatest player ever. He's and, a disaster. He can't defend his defensive rating out there is like hundred and thirty, and I'm not even exaggerating, okay? Um hundred and thirty? That's kind of ridiculous. And, yeah, and his uh he can't score. Like he was okay, I guess, yesterday, but the first three games he was invisible. Yeah, I'm and th- Luca doesn't get along with him, so there's that part. Well, yeah, but aren't they here? They're here for a little while, or didn't they just resign? He's Porzingis? under contract for a, a minute. Yeah, let's look. That's going to be a tough one to uh, get rid of for sure. Yeah, but yeah, I'm with you. I think they're gonna they're gonna the Clippers, Clippers are gonna, are gonna come win, back, and they're I don't like saying clip. that. They're not well. They'll clip in the second round. That's what they do. It's always the second round. Yeah, but think about it. They'll play the winner of Portland and Denver. Yeah, they're gonna win that series. No, no, can't say it. Nope, they lost to Denver once. What do you mean you can't nope. say it? They they will lose in the second round. It is part of their DNA. It is who they are. The Clippers no. will lose in the second round, Not this even year. if they're up 3-0. It doesn't barring, matter. Barring like some sort of last injury to Kawhi or Paul George, like they're not. They're going to win this series and they're going to they're going to run four straight on these guys and they're going to beat No, I'm not, I'm not saying it's going to be an easy series, but they're going to beat Portland or Denver. Yeah, I, I think I I agree they are going to win four straight against Dallas. That's not going to be even a contest the rest of the way. Dallas is out of it. But I I think you can you're going to get something out of Portland, and you're going to get something out of Denver, hopefully. Whichever one it is. Yeah, I don't I can't so, do it, George. I can't say they're going to win a yeah, second round series. That's a real thing. Like they're really going to lose. I've heard it before until it actually I'm happens. Sorry, they're really going to win. They're going to win. They're going to get to the conference finals. No, I like the lose part better. That was a better yeah. way to put it. No. No. So anyhow, uh, that that's been the situation with them. Like I, I feel like now they've kind of figured it out, man. Defensively, they looked dip- they went small with Batum and Morris, kind of as their centers, uh, power forward, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Batum talked about like studying Draymond Green tape before the game. They figured it out. Like Dallas is 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 not Dallas shot over their weight. They're not as good as we saw the first few games. I mean, I were, told you, I didn't think that the guys around Luca were that good. They were shooting like fifty percent from three. I mean, yeah, at that, that point, that you're not going to stick like that forever. It's just yeah. not going to happen. That wasn't going to continue. But yeah, it's crazy. So, how do you think? Because here's the thing. So the Lakers, if they find a way to win this series, which I still think is possible, okay, they would play who? Hold on, they would play the three, right? Yeah, they would play the th- uh well yeah, they're the seven, so they would play the three six. Yeah. Which yeah. is Oh no, so they would play Portland Denver. 
Yeah, they would play Portland, Denver, and right, and they would. Oh, yeah, yeah the Clippers would have Clippers to play Utah. Utah. Yeah, I think they're, they're eh, Utah. nope, nope. Utah's got that one. I wasn't a believer, so? but now I'm a believer. I'm a believer in Utah. <laughs> you think so? I don't think Utah can beat them. I mean, if there's anybody that can, they that's their have, defensive team. They don't. Yeah, but they don't have a guy. Donovan Mitchell. That, no, listen. Hmm? Let me finish. All right. They don't me. have a guy that can defend either. Kawhi or Paul George in my estimation not Royce O'Neal like he's fine but like that's their best shot okay well then let's get I know this is a totally different conversation that I'm going to bring up right here but how how is Rudy Gobert the defensive player of the year if you can't put him on anybody well no he defends the paint really well, he, well like, okay so he, he basically one locks portion. the paint down sure he locks down the paint but if you're talking about right, defensive but that's a player, big part of it it right? is like, but but most of these guys like Ben Simmons guards everywhere all yeah, along the floor I, I, Anthony I, Davis I, all along the floor yes yes I would rather have Ben Simmons yes so then how do we keep giving this to Rudy Gobert because his numbers are ridiculous oh, please as far as I mean listen I'm just you asked the question uh, yeah I know I'm not answer. saying it's you his numbers are ridiculous. His is, you know, his, the numbers in the paint are ridiculous, like redonkulous, like whatever you want adjective you want to use. Nobody scores on them in the paint very much. That's fine, but there's just so much more than just the paint on and, the basketball. And by the way, he, he is good at defending the pick and roll. He's just not good like out on the perimeter perimeter, you know? Right. We're in a three point shooting game now, though. That's yeah, where most we of it are, comes. But there's still a lot of points in the we are in a we're in a game where people are either scoring in the paint or shooting threes. I agree with that. But there's still a lot of teams that run pick and roll that are pick and roll heavy, man. Like, it's not it's not a small thing. So he, he covers a good portion of what you want on defense. But nonetheless, like, I, 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 I love Donovan Mitchell, okay? You know I love Dwayne Wade, and he's part of that franchise now. I don't I, – I think the Clippers can beat them. I mean – Yes, they probably could. And by the way, now that I think about it, the Lakers would be lucky now, but much more fortunate, I think, if AD's not available because AD crushes Gobert. But if AD's going to be dinged up, then that, like, I I feel like if if the Lakers win this series, which I think they still can, again, all they need is shooting from all these other dudes not named LeBron if AD's not there. If they could just shoot 35%, man, like, that's not asking a lot. They can win this series against Phoenix, and they can absolutely win the next series against Denver and Portland. I actually think Phoenix will be tougher than Denver or Portland. I think that any team outside of Phoenix, they'll beat any team in the Western Conference outside of Phoenix. Phoenix, or wait, sorry, let me reset that. Phoenix, if they played any other team besides the Lakers, would have gone to the conference finals. But now because they have to play the Lakers, I think the Lakers are going to pass them, and they they can beat any other team. So once they get past this, especially if you can get past this without AD for Game Five, without get AD possibly Game Six, the Lakers can find themselves in the conference finals. Yep, because they will absolutely. Be, they'll be Denver and Portland even without AD. Yep, and I think they can beat Utah too. I'm not saying the Clippers I mean, will be there. I mean, Denver they obviously way tougher, but Portland they can be Portland without AD. If AD is gets back to being healthy by the second round, they'll be fine. Man, right? Um, I don't know if he'll be healthy by the second round. I don't know if he's ever going to be healthy again. He's starting to get I mean, he's got a knee man. thing and a groin thing. He's got and, a knee thing. He's got an Achilles the, thing. The Achilles he's got a groin thing. Before, thing. Right? He's yeah. got an arm thing. He's got a yeah. back thing. There's a thing. Yeah. There's a lot of things. It's I'm, not – bro, it, it, look, we talked about this, I don't know, a couple weeks ago when all these things were colliding, remember? And, you know, we, we did discuss it, and Kaplan actually mentioned it, and I want to give him credit, is that, you know, at some point maybe you just look around and you say – Maybe it's just not our year, you know, like just things keep happening. Well, that's that's the excuse that you have. It's already it's a built in excuse, right? The Do- the Lakers, no Dodgers, the Lakers that if they if they don't win the whole thing, it's like, ah, right, look, you, you missed you missed LeBron James for half the year. You missed Anthony Davis for a good portion of the year. Dennis Schroeder was out. They never really got back to being healthy. And then A.D. got hurt again in the in the first round. There's an excuse, right? And if they win it all, it's like, aha, look at that. After everything, right. they still won the we whole thing. We did it anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the built-in excuse is there, which is very easy. Man, I it, this thing is going to be <laughs> – it is going to absolutely be a grind. Like, if the Lakers somehow pull this off, which is becoming more and more challenging, clearly by the moment, it will be an all-timer for LeBron, I think. 
it's particularly because we see what AD looks like right now. Like, that to me is, is the issue. Hey, here's the deal. We're going to open this up. How worried are you about the Lakers? If you're a Clipper fan, how good do you feel right now? Are you feeling in control? Because I think you're in control. Not even just about this series. I think you can be in control moving forward, potentially, depending on this AD injury. 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-3776. So we'll get to your calls here in a couple minutes. We're back in four and a half. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thank you, Christopher. Yeah, so we're going to do one more. As you've, as you've noticed, we've only done two mega segments. So we're going to do one more mega segment. We're going to go right up to like 53. So we got about 22 minutes here or so. And we'll take your calls at 877-710-ESPN about the Lakers, the Clippers, the Dodgers. Dodgers losing to the Giants. I mean, that's kind of an underrated part that we just kind of glossed over, Greg. <laughs> we did a little bit. They still have their 4-3 and three against the Giants this year, and they're 3-4 no, against right. the Padres. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, it all kind yeah. of Because they won out. the first series. They swept right. the first series. Right, so right. that. But, you know. They're back in that third place hole again. I don't love that. Eh, two and a half games. Still it's still May. It's still May. May 31st. For, what, for a few more hours. So there's that. All right, let's go to the phones. We've got people holding on patiently. want to talk about the Lakers and the Clippers. Uh, let's go to Ralph in Rancho Cucamonga. Ralph, how are you on Memorial Day, sir? Hey, great, guys. How's everybody over there? All good, buddy. Thank you. Good, good. Okay, so as much as I hate to say this, I'm sorry, but Phoenix is advancing uh, Lakers are in trouble. Uh, they're just, they're just, they just don't have it this year. I don't think Clippers. Yeah. They may get out of the first round, but thank God they're going to be done in the second round. I really want the Lakers to win. I hope they do, but okay. I don't think so. Ralph, let me ask you a question. So you think the yep. Lakers are going to be done in the first round? Like you just think the injuries is just not their year, right? I have that correct. They, they, they're weighing too heavy on Anthony Davis. I think. Okay. I don't know if so, anybody's going to step up. So let's say that comes to fruition. That part of the equation comes to fruition. Unfortunately, the Lakers lose in the first round. It's terrible for everybody. But what happens yep. if the Clippers end up going to the finals and winning after that? that what happens be, there? Uh, that would be horrible. <laughs> what, what would go? What would happen to you? Like how? Where? So at what point do you do you just openly start rooting for the other team? Like that would be playing them. Is it basically every round, or or when does that would, happen? Let me, let me put it to you this way. I wouldn't even watch. Unless the Lakers are playing, I wouldn't even watch. The oh, finals. see, I couldn't I do know. that. I would. I, I, the team I dislike the most like that, it seems like you do, I would have to absolutely watch just because I you know? I, I would need to see if it if it actually came to fruition. I, you're a yeah, bigger man no. than me. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm a true blue, true blue diehard Laker fan. I always have been. Um, and, you know, hey, the Clippers make it to the finals and they win it, win out. Okay. It's their year, whatever. But, you know, until they get 17, Lakers are still the champ. <laughs> well, that would take a long time, so there's that. That's Ralph, right. Exactly right. Enjoy, enjoy the rest of your evening, man. Thank you. By the way, Ralph is exactly right. If I wasn't a producer for your show, I would not watch if the Lakers were out. That'd are you it. serious? That'd be it. That'd be it. No way. But I have to watch because this is my job, no. and I have to. No, I wouldn't you watch. Would not I would not watch. watch? I would not watch. I would watch the Dodgers every single night, and that was it. Oh, I wouldn't even on. put it on the TV. No, I wouldn't. Honestly, once the Lakers really? are out, I don't care anymore. I don't. I don't want to see oh, any of these other teams watch. win. You I'd, do. You're an NBA I, junkie. I'd have to watch. No, but even if I wasn't, like, I'll give you a perfect example. And okay. I think you, you, you weren't. I don't think you were working with me then yet. Um, when I was at Fox back in those days. So I was. I'm a. You know this. I grew up a Yankee fan. Yep. So I was on the air when the Red Sox it, on in Boston. By the way, at the time too, like on a national show on Fox, and on the big station at the time there. And the Yankees were up 3-0, and, you know, Red Sox won a game, and I'd laugh at the Red Sox fans. Ah, you guys are nuts. Ha, ha, ha. And I, I remember sitting there, and Karen Kay, who's not doing traffic today, um, will, will, can attest to this. I would say, after every win for the Red Sox, there's no chance on God's green earth that the Yankees are going to blow a three-games-to-none lead against the Red Sox. And I, I watched, and when the Red Sox won, I, I was furious, clearly, 
Um, and I watched them. I watched them win the World Series, and it was so anticlimactic because I think they played the Ugh. Rockies that year, right? Yeah, I think um, so. How could you do that? How did you just put yourself through that agony, that pain? I can't do it, man. Yeah, I, it was um, – yeah, the oh, – man, it was crazy. Like, Oh, no, it was the Cardinals. The Rockies was 07. Um, and I watched it. I watched it because I was like, the Cardinals can save me. They won't win the championship. And I did that. And the Cardinals did not save me. They did lose. They, you know, the Red Sox did win, and they broke the curse of the Bambino. You know what I'll be doing? I'll be rooting for whoever is going up against the Clippers, and I'll just look at my phone and be like, oh, they won or they lost. Okay, cool. That's it. Great. No, you wouldn't. I would. I would. I, I, I mean, I, I have to watch because of where and listen, I work. I, I, I've been the one person on this show, on this station, okay, that has said, I think the Clippers – you guys are underselling them. If they click at the right time, and now it looks like they're clicking the right time, oh boy, it can get dangerous. Let me put Martin. It this- no, go ahead. Go ahead, Greg. Go. Let me put it to you this way: When the Dodgers lost to the Nationals, I did not watch one more postseason game. Okay, that was it. Right. You're one of those dudes. I'm not. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Would you watch when your team's out? Let's go to Martin in Anaheim. Martin is a Clippers fan. You got to be feeling good, bro. I was there. I think this series is a wrap. We're in the driver's seat, man. Yeah. You know the only sad, the only sad thing that all my boys are all Laker fans, and it's gonna be so sad that we don't get to smash on the Lakers in the conference finals this year. We're gonna. <laughs> it, 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 that's that's what's gonna be. You know, you guys stop stop giving LeBron all that props, man. He's never gonna be Jordan. Never. You know, I mean, I, and come on, you guys, you guys, you guys are are making LeBron like you guys are trying to take, trying to have LeBron take over Kobe's spot. Nobody's ever going to beat Kobe. Kobe's number one next to Jordan. Okay, let, 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 Martin. Let me let me just jump. Martin, let me year. Martin. Let me just jump in real quick. You you stick around for a second. Number one, I've never, I've always said that Jordan is the greatest player. So, I mean, I don't know if you're saying, when you say you guys, I don't know if you're talking about me, but I'm just clear, clearing the air here. I, I still feel Michael Jordan is the greatest player I've ever seen. Um, I think LeBron is the most talented player I've ever seen. Like, he's the more gifted player. Um, I've said that. But, and I don't think anyone has tried to put LeBron in Kobe's spot. Like, who's trying to do that? That's what you guys do, Lakers fans. You know, there's, there's. Um, okay, let's ask, let's ask a Laker fan. Are you ready? Let me ask Greg. Ask Greg, are, are you are you trying? Martin says he is accusing you of making LeBron better than Jordan and also making him, uh, you know putting him above Kobe. What? I mean, he, that's <laughs> LeBron is really really good. I'm not putting him above anybody right now. If he if he wins this year, I would put him up there. I mean, if he wins this year without Anthony Davis right. being healthy, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's Martin. very Even impressive. You would have to admit yeah. that. It, it has nothing to do with him being a Laker thing, either. Honestly, the thing that just give him his own lane instead of instead of trying. Oh, he's he does have Jordan his own or, lane. You know, just give him his own lane. Let Jordan be. Jordan's always going to be the king. You know, and, and this year, man, I called Mace in Ireland last week and I told him Lakers are going down to Phoenix. Clippers are about to do their thing. And they laughed at me. So tomorrow I'm going to try to get on and laugh at them. Okay. Well, I I have not laughed at you. Now, my other two co-hosts who are normally here with me have laughed at people like you. I have been, Greg, tell the truth, right? I have been the one person that said, yo, I think y'all are sleeping on the Clippers. Is that true or not true? Very true. Me, uh, me, Kaplan, LZ, and Laura all have laughed. Have laughed at me because, Martin, I have said just don't sleep on them is what I'm saying. Don't sleep on them, man, because they woke up at the right time. They did. I was there. I saw it, man. They were down 30 to 11. Now, were you pooping yourself when they were down 30 to 11 in the first quarter, though, in game three? I was I was looking for a for a free agent fan base. <laughs> so I could because I, I was my son, my son's 18. He's a big Clipper fan as well. Okay. And he, he saw the TV screen and he said, oh, again, and I said, man, holy cow. Here we go again. Now, Martin, how did you feel when you were up three one last year? Against Den- against Denver. Man, I was I was celebrating too early. And then I was group yeah. chatting, you know, you know how it goes. I was I was acting like Luca was acting game one and two this year. <laughs> just remember. Was, all I'm saying is just remember. Just remember the past. 
Yeah. Nah, I think yeah, this could so, be different this year. I do you, think it could be different. Sorry, guys, but you know what? What was the most crazy thing about it? My wife just bought me a Kawhi Leonard brand new jersey, oh, and yeah. I was like, man, I'm game two. After game two, I was like, man, I'm just gonna take it back and exchange it, get my money back. <laughs> and 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 last night, last night, my daughter says to me, Dad. Go put on your jersey at halftime. I said, no, baby, I can't. I don't want to jinx them. I'm going to save it. I'm going to save that jersey. So okay. now, game five, baby, we dancing. We, we, oh, I we think you win the series. Yeah, I think you win the next two. I, I do, Martin. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you, okay? Take care. Let me grab Joe in uh, PCH in Huntington Beach. Are you driving on PCH right now still? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Um. Yeah, uh, one thing I wanted to say was that, gosh, I, I really miss Shaq. I mean, we we have a, a talented player in AD, but that guy, gosh, he's always hurt, so injury-prone, and we have him for another four years. Uh, if the Lakers lose to the Suns because of this, um, I think the Lakers should package AD and Kyle Kuzma for a player like Damian Lillard and Steph Curry. Or just somebody who will play with heart. LeBron yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see that happening, Joe. I got to be honest with you. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't make those deals. I mean, you know, you're going to trade for Steph Curry at 35 years old. You know what I mean, like, I, I, yeah, I, I just, I don't think that that's prudent business, personally. Um, and and look, I just think that yes, he's had injuries, but he's never had like super duper serious injuries. He's just had a lot of, um, you know, like little lingering injuries, right? And I think that he's also had some bad luck, right? I mean, but look at Chris Paul. He's had some bad luck. And he, he started the series great, then got hurt, and then now is back to being Chris Paul. I mean, he he killed the Lakers in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I, I know. I know. It's just And he's I, even older, okay? He's even older. Right. So I, I, I just think that they – look, here's what you, needs to happen, Joe, Okay. The, LeBron can win this series alone without AD if the Lakers can just shoot the ball at 35%. I'm not even asking them to shoot crazy like the Mavericks did in the first two games against the Clippers or even the Clippers the last two games. Uh, all, the Lakers have been so bad shooting from three. They just need to be average. If they can just be average, they'll be fine. Yeah, Thank well, you. I sure hope so, but, but I, I, I'm just, uh, again, worried because AD is yeah. always injured. And you sound home for another four years, yeah. so that's that's a big concern. Yeah, all but he's I'm young. Is, you it's know, fine. Uh, it's not like – it's not a serious injury. Sign his extension. I was thinking, man, maybe the Lakers should try to offer Giannis the, everything and then try to trade AD for Damian Lillard and bring Damian, uh, Giannis and sign him with LeBron. Yeah, Giannis ain't going anywhere, dude. He's just signed a long-term deal. But thank you for the call, Joe. Appreciate you. Hey, we'll get to more calls here in a second. By the way, make sure you're listening tomorrow, beginning at 4.15, okay, for the Bash for Cash announcement. Here's how it'll work. If you're caller number four, you'll have a chance to pick an Angel or a Dodger player to hit a home run, and you have to pick what inning. If you predict the correct, correct player, you'll win 100 bucks. If you, correct, if you predict the correct player and the inning, you'll win 200 bucks. But here's the catch. If we don't have a correct prediction on that particular day, the cash prize the following day at 415 goes up $200 and $400 respectfully, and then $300 and $600. So it gets, you know, doubles up basically, and so on and so on and so forth, okay? So make sure you're listening beginning tomorrow at 415, okay? Bash for cash each and every weekday at 415. Let's go to Alex and Ventura. Alex, what's up? I just wanted to say that the Clippers are going to choke like they always do. They've always choked, and that's why Greg laughs at all these Clippers fans because they're not real fans. They're just following the next big thing. Right now, the Clippers are the big thing, and, you know, they're just going to crash and burn. They're not going to make it to the finals. They're definitely not winning the championship. Man, but what happens if they do? Come on, man. Let's not talk nonsense. We're talking about <laughs> Wait, real but life what here. I mean, We're listen. Not it, this is their best chance, is it not? It is. I agree that, that it is their best chance. But at the end of the day, they're the Clippers, man. Like, you've oh. been in sports 
for your whole life, you know. You, you've seen it. They're the Clippers. They were. I, you know, listen, they're, they're not going to get anywhere. <laughs> I, I, I get it. And I believe in curses, and I believe that that thing is a curse. But I just told you, I saw the Red Sox remove whatever it was, you know, uh, God, almost 100 years yeah. or whatever, the Cubs. Eventually, it's going to happen. It has, well, it hasn't been 100 years. so we, No, I know. We're good. I'm just saying. It's been a long time, though. It's not like they've been hey, here five you minutes. You know, the other thing I wanted to say was that, like, as far as the Lakers go, you know, we need to really look at our point guard position, and I yeah. really think that – Maybe Schroeder isn't the answer as like we thought. Yeah, I, I don't you think know? he's – look, he turned down whatever it was, a uh, four-year extension for $85 million or whatever it was. He, you know, he fancies himself a $30 million player. I wouldn't pay him $30 million. And I like him a lot, but not that much. Now, what are we going to do about Caruso if he ends up – if, you know, everybody wants him? You know, he's my favorite. Yeah, player. but Caruso has a really ceiling. Like that. you, you, you could like I, I would pay Caruso. You know, in the eight to twelve range, eight to ten range, depending on whatever else, what else, what else is out there and what's available to you. But like, he's not going to make. You know, Schroeder wants like max money, dude. Like, I, I'm not giving him max money. He's not a max player to me. And the last thing is, I think that they should start maybe uh, THT this next game to kind of give him a new. You know, well, instead yeah. of – if Caldwell Pope's still out. They, yeah. You know what? I, I I don't know about starting him, but at least giving him minutes. And I appreciate the call, Alex. Uh, thank you. Have a, uh, a great rest of your evening. Because they need another dynamic playmaker, you know, and a guy who can hit shots and get creative out there. You know, I know he's young, and, and Vogel probably doesn't trust him as much as he would love, but you may not have much of a chance if you don't give someone who can create a little bit, like LeBron, uh, or besides LeBron, and he, he's really your only guy that potentially can do that. Is you know, There's really no one else on the roster. JR in Santa Clarita. What's up, JR? Hey, buddy. How's it going? All good, buddy. How are you? Uh, it's great. I'm just a, I'm a Clipper fan, but first of all, to the Laker fans, if you guys don't respect LeBron James, your team will never get anywhere. You guys are so lucky you have LeBron James. I'm a Clipper fan now because I'm the one that called a couple weeks ago. That I'm a Shaq fan, not a Kobe fan, but... I am a Clipper fan because of that, and I'm right. so excited. Now, wait, wait, Greg, Greg, hold on. Hold on, JR. Greg, what did you just say to me? You said, I'm a Clipper fan now. I am. I've, I've been now? Kobe for the past 10 years. For the past 10 years. Why is that? Kobe. Why Why 10 years? Because Shaq and Kobe, the Shaq and Kobe thing, I, I hated that Shaq left. I hated how they treated Shaq, and Kobe could have fixed all that, but he just didn't to come like magic always said you know cap was the leader you know that's all you had to do they could have won like nine championships and then you can say kobe could have been the greatest but he didn't even he only won five so yeah. lebron to me is greater because he's won three in three different cities and one with the cavaliers and nobody respects lebron i don't understand it okay he makes everybody better and if you didn't have lebron on that team god look at that team that that team wouldn't even be anywhere but I am a Clipper fan. I'm an L.A. fan first. If the, if the Clippers leave, then I'm going to have to go back to the Lakers. So I'm born and raised. This is my city. I well, the Clippers it. aren't leaving. They just bought uh, property, for God's sake. They I know. definitely so aren't good. leaving. I'm going to be a Clipper fan until I die. That's it. Okay. That's the way it goes. Okay. I'm so excited for them. But we didn't or win until one of the players yet. get upset we and leaves and you don't like that anymore. And so you got another team. If any baby steps, I don't care who gets hurt. If they get to the finals, that'll be great. And if they can win it, I'll be the happiest guy in the world i don't care you gotta win one first and then talk about other things but but i am so happy right now i feel better and uh let's go clippers all right jr jr drops off all right the next let's five play. years and that's it oh look at you you're so mean <laughs> so mean hey steve give me a big deal or no deal let's play a quick game before we get out of here we only got four minutes all right speaking of big deal it's a big deal to call the right attorney when you're injured in an accident call my friends at sam and ash injury law at 800 800- 304-2000, that's 800-304-2000, because you deserve what's right. So, Greg, what do you got? All right, so we've been talking a lot about Jennifer Lopez and her dating life a lot recently. Yeah. Um, she's been busy since breaking up with A-Rod. She's reportedly been dating Ben Affleck again. Yeah, uh, Benifer is back. It's apparently, but Diddy sent out an Instagram post of her him holding hands with her uh, for a throwback uh, Thursday post. I saw that, a TBT, hashtag yep. TBT. 
And now she was just spotted in Miami having coffee with Mark Anthony. Well, they have children together, so there's that. Okay, but so I was going to say, is this a big deal or no deal? But, you know, that's uh, you're kind of hitting every base here right well, now. Well, listen, I would say big deal for her because you know what? Jenny from the block is back. You know what I'm saying? And she's a grown-ass woman. She can do whatever the hell she wants. <laughs> And good for her. I ain't got no I ain't nothing but happy for her, okay? And look, when you have a uh, conscious uncoupling, to quote Gwyneth Paltrow back in the day, you know, uh, and you decide to move on, you do what you want. You're a grown woman. You can you hang out with whoever you want, you can see whoever you want, and vice versa for A-Rod. Do whatever you want to do. What's next? All right, so this is, I kept this here just for you. I knew it was just going to be you today. So the Milwaukee Bucks swept the Miami Heat in the first round of the playoffs. They did. Is this a big deal or no deal? Um, I think it's a big deal. First of all, even the way they won game one of that series, I feel like they exercised some demons. It's funny because I've actually seen some of these moments with the Heat before. The year after Shaq and Wade won their title, they got swept out of the playoffs by the Bulls. I remember that year. And then that one year against San Antonio with LeBron, that second year, they just got destroyed in four straight games after winning the first one. Um, yeah, it was – it's a big deal because it's big for Giannis and the Bucks. I think Miami was uh, – even though they weren't as good as they were last year and they were dealing with injuries and, you know, Tyler Hero wasn't as good. Uh, but Jimmy and Bam played poorly. And I, I, I'll give Drew Holiday – particularly a ton of credit. I thought he was arguably the best player on the floor in that series, and he deserves it. Local kid, done good. And they are going to make life very difficult for the Nets. It is very possible that they can beat the Nets. I don't think it's likely per se, but I think it's very, it, it is definitely possible. Still a great matchup. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I th- I've told you, I think the Nets still get out of the wet, of the East, but I think it's going to be a battle for them and a slog for them for sure. Yeah, Philly's gonna be tough on him. I think. Well, Embiid is out right now. He got he went down in the first quarter. Yeah, it's his and uh, hasn't and he's out for the rest of this game. That's not good news for Philly. And Washington is is you know is playing really well right now because Embiid's not in there protecting the middle. So we got to keep an eye on the Embiid stuff. All right, quickly one more. All right, Tim Tebow is absolutely obliterating number one overall pick Trevor Lawrence in jersey sales. He's actually the number one and number two oh. selling jersey in the NFL right now. Good lord, is this a big deal or no deal? Oh, gosh. I, I hope it's no deal. Like, seriously, I've had enough of Tim Tebow. He's not even on a team. He's not even actually on the squad. Yeah, I mean, I listen, I, I he's a nice, nice man. Like, I'm not saying that because of that. I have nothing but respect for him. But it's like, bro, like, you know, whatever, dude. Like, I just, I'm over it. No deal. Hopefully no deal. Hopefully, if, it better not be a big deal. I'm going to be really upset. I'm Because he's not good enough. To be on an NFL roster. All right, we're done here. Greg, great job. Steve, excellent work. Thank you for sitting in. You guys enjoy the rest of your evening. We will talk to you tomorrow. Don't forget, 4.15, we're giving away money. See ya.